Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Pastor Rafael. <laughs> and this is Withered Hand Ministries, Monday morning. Thank you all for being here with us today. Uh, it's the 5th of February, 2024, in the year of our Lord. Amen. 2024. Today we're uh, going to be talking uh, or speaking out of, uh, well, interesting. Oh, skip pages on me. That's right. Too early yet. But I did have my coffee. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Uh, Daniel 3, chapter uh, chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. Hear the music and bow down. And uh, our week's, this, this week's focus is uh, face the fires of life with faith in God. Face the fires of life with faith in God. Life of a man or a woman on this earth can have its days of trouble, that's for sure. One of the reasons that Jesus said, Come unto me, all you who are labor, who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest from your souls, for my burden is light and my yoke is easy. So we ought to yoke up with Jesus and let him carry us along, even as the footprints in the sand poem goes about, you know, I looked around, there's only one set of footprints, Lord, what's going on here? And he says, those are the times I had to carry you through. And I can testify in my life that it's certainly been a part of it. Times you have to just throw caution to the wind, give everything to the Lord and obey him. And this is a story that was what happened here. Nebuchadnezzar was a, this great king in the days of uh, Daniel, the prophet Daniel, in his book. And uh, he had vast a pretty big empire. He conquered Israel and many, and many other nations around him. And he'd taken Israel captive and carried their people off. And one of them was Daniel and his, his, and his buddies, Cadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And uh, those were the Babylonian names given. But anyway, it's easier to remember that for me. Uh, but Nebuchadnezzar, the king, he made an image, of this image of gold, and its height was uh, oh, about 60 feet tall, thereabouts. It says uh, three score cubics. What's that say? Oh, it says 90 feet tall and uh, nine feet wide. That's a huge, that's a huge edifice he's made of himself. And he set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. And then Nebuchadnezzar, the king sent together the princes, the governors, the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the province to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar, the king, had set up. Now, Daniel, according to the scripture, he, he sat in the gate. He didn't take governorship. He, he was given all this. But he, he decided just to talk about the Lord. And, and he would go and sit in the gate, gate with the wise men, and they would talk about things of God. And earlier in the book, when David was able to interpret the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had, not, not only interpret the dream, 
He told them what the dream was without being told by anybody but God. Because that was exactly the only way that Nebuchadnezzar would receive anybody's interpretation of the dream, that they had to tell them the dream too. If they're really smart and they're really in touch with their God, then their God should be able to tell them what the dream is. You know, when you get a lying spirit come to you and talk to you, uh, and but he can't tell you what the truth is or what the truth is about a matter, or and then you know what it is. The Bible tells us to try the spirits to see if they be of God or not. Well, that's when we try the spirits. Is you just um, well, one of the things I do is I propose a question and wait for the answer that, that I know I don't know the answer to. And I know that devil can't know the answer to. But I know the God who knows all things can give me the answer to. And when the answer comes, and I know it for sure, because God confirms his word, then I know it's not a lying spirit. And that peace, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, will follow that and confirm it as well. So he's got all these rulers up there, which means Cadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, because they're now rulers in the provinces, that they had to come to as well. And then verse 4 says, Then the herald cried aloud to you, It is commanded, O people, nations, tongues, at what time you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sackbut, the psaltery, the dulcimer, and all kinds of music, you fall down. Ye fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. And whoso falls not down and worships that same hour will be cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sacrifice, and all kinds of music, all the people, the nations, and languages fell down and worshiped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. So idol worship is, it's, the Bible says all idol worship is vanity and vexation of spirit. So it, it opens a big door. Wherefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came neat and accused the Jews. They spake and said unto King Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man and shall hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, etc., and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image, and then so fall not down and worship it, he shall be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regard to thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image, which thou hast set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now set up. They had convinced the king uh, that he was worthy of this accolade, of this, uh, that he was worthy of this uh, statue, and he was worthy of worship. Uh, you know, enemies of the kingdom, of the, of the right way, will call, come speak little uh, pleasant things in your ear, tickle your ear, right? Make it make you feel better. 
We all belong to devils. It's time to talk you into a devilish scheme. And so anyway, y'all know the story. They got them. They came up there and said, it doesn't matter uh, if you play the harp or whatever. We're not going to bow down and worship your image. And, you know, Nebuchadnezzar was trying to give him a last chance. He didn't want to destroy them. But he got mad because they weren't obeying him. And even though he'd made a decree that Daniel's God and their God was the only God, and him alone was going to be worshipped, and he'd forgotten his decree. Now, they had a really funny thing about it back then. They said that once a, once the king spoke it, and it was written down and decreed, it could not be altered and it could not be changed except by the king, and then he would have to make a, a counter to whatever he had said before. Same thing back in the days of uh, Ruth. Uh, Persian kings and Asian kings had these uh, had this this rule about them, and, and they try to live up to it, and these. These wise men that's out there are smart. Uh, convinced the king of this that to build a statue because they knew that these Hebrews that were over them that the positions they wanted they wanted their, they wanted their political positions. They said, uh, "Well, we can go we'll trick on their and because of their God." So anyway, Nebuchadnezzar gets mad at these three because they get. They just refused to bow down. So he made that. He told he told the people on handling the furnace, go ahead and make it as hot as you can get it. Basically, it's uh, ten times hotter than where it is now. And then he had these soldiers march these three people bound up down into the furnace, and the furnace was so hot that the soldiers who were taking them to the furnace to put them into the furnace, died because of the heat. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego <clears throat> walked into the furnace, and they're, they're, bound, they're, they're being bound was loose. They weren't. They were walking around freely inside this blazing fire, and with the furnace doors open, Nebuchadnezzar testified that he could see a fourth person walking around in the fire with them. And he even called him the Son of God. I can too. I feel the Lord. So because they stood up for their faith, because they went through this tribulation, God delivered them from the fire and brought them out as a great testimony to this generation of Jews being captured and also to the generation to which they were being captured by the these Babylonian Persians, wherever they were. Anyway, I think the Persians were the ones that actually took over uh, Nebuchadnezzar, if my memory serves me right. I want to go through trials of faith in life. And sometimes, sometimes we forget ourselves and we forget to, we can forget to stand up and make a difference. I just pray it's not too often. And we just stand up and make a difference. Whether it costs us our life or not. Because what is our life? 
when we've bought with a price. Did the purchase of our salvation fear everyone? How can we not stand for it? Well, that's all I got for you today, except may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his countless shine upon you and be gracious to you, all that hear this recording and pass it on. To their friends, Father God, Lord, may the, the great anointing, the great peace of God, not only lead them, but follow them, comfort them, and go beside them, fill them, overflowing inside them. And may the great kingdom of God, the power, the glory, and the honor be all yours, Lord Jesus, and all that you do in Jesus' name. Amen. Right. Goodbye, and God bless. See you. I need to sing the word.